Welcome to the Europe is Coming podcast, taking you inside the minds of Europe's best CrossFit athletes and the people behind them. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Europe is Coming podcast. I'm Vicky McLeod. In this episode, I catch up quickly with John Singleton, coach to Gabriella Magawa and Jacqueline Dahlstrom for a debrief on the Rogue Invitational. We chat about Gabriella's podium finish, competition strategy, the hospitality of Texans, how the rest of the field performed, and a whole lot more. So let's get to it. Welcome back, John, to the Europe is Coming podcast. It's been a whole three and a half days since I last spoke to you, and a lot has happened in that time. Yeah. It's uh, that's very true. We had the Rogue Invitational, so we're Monday after the Rogue Invitational, and um, we are just about to enjoy a Tex barbecue at uh, the gym we were training, kind of doing our Rogue Invitational prep at CrossFit Salado. That is so nice of them to invite you to a barbecue. <laughs> Good yeah. people in Texas. Yeah, I mean, you know, this is the one, especially with. Um, crossfit the one thing you do the community is so great just helping us out with training you know we, we've never been to texas before so for these guys to kind of open up let us use their gym it makes a huge difference uh being able to do that so uh we kind of it's, it's thankful for anyone who opens up their gym for for athletes coming into competition yeah and i guess it's um really nice to feel like you've got some people behind you and even wherever you're going so it's uh absolutely right the community is really important so tell me about yes. um, the actual event. How did it, I, we, we all know how Gabby and Jacqueline did. It was a great, a very impressive showing and congratulations to, especially to Gabby for the podium finish. How did it pan out for you on the floor? How was day one? Yeah, so I think if we, day one was a, a really good start to to the competition for us. And I think like if we take, Gabby, Gabby to start with, you know, I think this was a huge moment in her athletic career. It's the first time she stood on the podium of a, of a major competition like this. And so it's really like a milestone for her. Uh, the programming, the, the programming was, um, was good for us. We kind of spoke about at the start. But this being said, you know, she still had to execute. She still had to perform. She still had to compete against some of the best in the world. And uh, and she really did that this weekend. Tell me, um, especially about the, the Bella Complex, because there was um, speculation uh, from the commentators that I was watching on um, YouTube that she could have she was being pretty conservative with her choices of weights. Was that a, a plan, or how did you decide beforehand what um, weight she was going to put on the bar? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't conservative as such. Her her one RM clean and jerk is only a few kilos heavier. So actually, you know, hitting a double at that at that at the weight she did was not necessarily a conservative choice. This being said, you know, we weren't looking to go for a you know a one RM clean and jerk PB on the floor. So what we and you know, and one of the big things we wanted to do was make sure that we were consistent throughout the competition. Mm. And so it was a little strategic choice. There was no need for us to go for a number that um, 
would be very risky. We took kind of a high level number that that is still had slight risk to it, but we knew was in range and that's what we went for. And I think it was very confident of her to to execute on the floor. You know, hindsight is a, a wonderful thing, as we say. You know, I think the fact that Gabby went in, you know, for, for us uh, Europeans, 107 kilos, 235 on the bar, to, to hit that weight like she did, you know, builds up confidence before. I think, you know, the big thing for the commentators, they don't know the background. And uh, the, last, the last time we had a clean and jerk was um, in Dubai. And she went for 110 on that clean and jerk, but actually fainted during the, uh, uh, the clean. So, wow. so, so this was actually quite a big moment for her coming back. And, um, and, I, and I think that actually uh, in terms of things that we would change, I, we wouldn't be changing those weights. I think that was actually a really, um, they're very good decisions actually on, on those. She made it look super smooth. I mean, it was really yeah. impressive. She made it look so easy. And now, now knowing that she fainted just <laughs> with three more kilos on the bar, that's a, an amazing story, actually. So well done to her. And I know Jack as well was really pleased with what the weights that she was hitting that evening as well. Yeah, so Jacqueline had a great day one. Um, she finished inside the top 10, which is uh, was really epic after those first events. She did what she could on, on the first event. And then she really, you know, for Jacqueline, going over that 100 kilos on that complex is uh, is a really good achievement. Mm, yeah, a big deal. And um, I was... Exactly. It was. It felt like both guy, both of the girls were, did very well on day one, very confident and really exciting to see them performing so well. How did day two go for you? Um, so the athletes went in, in a bit of different directions at this stage. So... Gabby held that that consistency and you know kept hitting those not necessarily event wins but she was always consistent at the top and that was you know extremely important moving through now I think a big moment for Gabby was overtaking Annie on the the skio workouts um, when she Mm -hmm. did the run you know she had a big fight like kind of a fun foot race with Tia at the end when Tia Tia took you know I think Tia Tia showed her uh she's a phenomenal athlete and uh, and she knew exactly what she was doing to get that result mm. so that was a, that was a fun moment uh, and then the rest gabby just executed what um what she was able to do jacqueline then went the other way you know there's no the thing that i was really proud of with uh with jacqueline is you know there were no no excuses it was just that she she didn't perform to where she's used to performing um, and that's something we're going to go back and reflect and see how how we can improve that. But I was really impressed. You know, sometimes sometimes athletes get to that stage um, and they're like, oh, you know, they basically just give up and they they they'd w- rather withdraw than finish the competition. And there are there are a few athletes who uh, often take that strategy, and I I think that that's a uh, a sad approach to take. And so it's really nice of Jacqueline to kind of fight through to the end even though she wasn't getting the results that uh, she wanted yeah I was really impressed by that as well it's like a definite determination not to quit even though it was proving to be not her not her workouts really um and then day three yeah so day three so the good nice thing is is that Gabby uh had created a bit of a buffer by this stage Mm. you know it's not uh it wasn't a great workout for her as such is kind of with with uh, weaknesses being you know gymnastics being involved in there 
uh, especially being against the field she was. So, you know, it wasn't the best workout. However, with the buffer, she managed to maintain that third place. And then with, with Laura not performing, who was the current threat to the third position, it meant that it basically secured that third place going into into the final. At that moment, Tia and Annie took a step away from the rest of the pack and you were kind of left with Gabby and Laura battling for the third. And then after the the first workout on Sunday, it, it left that clear gap that mm-hmm. Gabby could um, had, had a bit of a cushion going into the final. Jack, Jacqueline was not happy with her performance there. You know, it, again, it's um, Jacqueline underperformed over... Over the weekend, and you know, I did Madrid pay a factor into that? It could have done, yeah. um, and that's something that we need to reflect a bit more on and decide how we can uh, can move forward from here. What did you think about the last event, the duel? Um, for me, you know, we knew that Gabby had secured her, her third, which was extremely important. You know, Jack. So those things were done, and then you know, for me. Now, I'm a fan of the sports as well. And being able to witness Tia, you know, I've known as a bit of a background in 2015, when I was coaching Sarah, Shane was also coaching Tia. And they both had those breakthrough years where Tia finished second, Sarah finished third, 15, same in 16. So I've known Shane for all of those years and and followed their career quite closely. And in some ways, we kind of came in at, at a similar levels i suppose and then things have, have really separated from there and so i've, I've been quite close to journey and and to see tia perform the way she did this weekend was just incredible to watch like mm-hmm. you know she she had to fight the work the programming was uh really not favorable to her and you had say three to four of the best in the world who the programming was good for and Tia to come out on top in the way she did under that pressure was a, uh, you know, I think a fairly spectacular moment in her CrossFit career. And if there is ever the doubt that she is dominant, she really, she really showed it this weekend. And I think that the fans of the sport and the people who understand CrossFit and the biases that are there, but what she managed to do this weekend was pretty phenomenal. I think I said on um, the last time we spoke that she really has to, to execute mm-hmm. and she really did. There was actually quite a lot of speculation on various um, podcasts and pundits talking about how she was underperforming and maybe that she wasn't prepared for the competition. <laughs> and but I'm saying, that, yeah, um, which is which is you know, I can tell you right now that you know those guys are wrong. Yeah. Like it's it's purely you know you've got to understand some things that like for example if you give burpee pull ups to someone on the same height rig, the person who's taller has an advantage, you know? Yep. If, you're, if you're doing machines, the person who's bigger has an advantage. You know, if you want to program for a specific type of athlete, you can do that. And, and, and that's why, for me, Tia coming out on top this weekend is, uh, was phenomenal for her. And, and I think people saying that she's not in shape uh, actually just don't necessarily have an understanding of, of what she managed to do and the biases that programming can affect mm-hmm. sport. And he also has to give a shout out to uh, to Madeiras as well, who, wow, what performance. Strong, yeah. confident, dominant, you know, what you want to see in a, in a champion. And mm. and so for me, you know, you know, we we obviously had a, a great result in Gabby and a significant milestone, which was really important for us and, and Gabby's career. And then to see, you know, Tia and uh, 
a Madeira, as you know, for me as a fan of the sport, to see those two do as well as they did this weekend was also super inspiring. What did you think about BKG's performance in the end? Because he was, well, he didn't look like he was going to do anything particularly impressive on day one and day two, and then suddenly stormed it on day three, didn't he? Yeah, he's actually um, he's waiting at the barbecue for me right now. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> See if we can get we, him uh, on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, well, I think we'll get Bjorvin on the podcast definitely. That'd be cool. But. Um, you know, I think that event win brought it back. Again, the programming didn't favour Bjergvin. It favours a, uh, a stronger, a stronger type of athlete. So, you know, for in that kind of second category, for for example, like Haley, for Bjergvin, for those athletes to do well this weekend, I think is a, a sign that they are in good shape. Well, Haley did great actually, considering. I mean, we were talking about it the other day that she was going to really struggle with the weights, and she still managed to get a great position in the end. Yeah, which just shows how good her other attributes are. You know, she she has a lot of work to do on her strength, but um, if she if she's able to to bring the strength into her her attributes, you know, she if she's able to do that, she will be a, a very phenomenal athlete. But it's it's a big if uh, developing mm. that and not losing the other things. How did you feel that the um, the younguns did the other the Emma Carey and Mel O'Brien? You, were, yeah, so you said yeah. before that you were interested to see them in action. Yeah, for me, uh, Mal O'Brien is pretty phenomenal. You know, like I know, I know she's got a lot more attention than, than Emma. Emma is impressive too. Mm. But Mal does have, um, you know, she's, uh, for being 17, 18 years old, is pretty phenomenal. Strong. She has conditioning. She moves well. So, you know, I think if, if Mal can stay consistent in the sport, the only way, the only way is up for her. Um, mm. Emma, you know, I'm more interested to see. She has a lot more ups and downs, but she is uh, you know, obviously being so young, so strong, competing with the top girls. There's no, there's no way you could write her off um, at this stage. No. And I think, I mean, some of the some of the decisions she made during workouts obviously showed like she may not have got as much experience competing as some of the other girls. Like she was going really, really hard. Yeah. And then, losing it, yeah, exactly. it. for example, on the on the echo, um, on the echo the workout, thruster, yeah. yes. So that sort of thing kind of makes you think, right? Well, you know, you're going to learn. You've just learned something the hard way. <laughs> Maybe it's a blessing and a curse. The ability to, you know, Noah Olsen, it, it kind of became a bit of a curse. Just, you know, his story of going out too hard and blowing up. Mm. Whereas with, uh, you know, if Emma can use that confidence of going out hard, but understand her body a bit more it can be a really useful attribute a good lesson and did you did you bump into any any um anybody interesting in the around the competition it's not just the athletes that were at the event yeah we you know you know the coaches all the coaches of the athletes we've i've known for years and we often go on like uh, we chat and and speak to people and um it was fun to see the strong men as well freaking enormous you know like they're just so big I mean, I went to, uh, I met Brian Shaw. I met like uh, Hapthor and other people before, mm-hmm. but um, I actually went to meet um, uh, Shake Brian Shaw's hand. And his, his hand is so big, you can't grab around it. So <laughs> it's literally that you, you, you pass him your hand and he can just decide how he shakes it, you know, because it's just so big. It's like literally like me shaking a baby's hand brian shaw shaking my hand i mean these guys are just so big <laughs> i think if you if you look at 
the CrossFit athletes tend to look smaller in real life than on Instagram, mm. whereas the, the strongmen is completely the opposite. I mean, you just can't comprehend how big some of these guys are. Just a shout out to uh, to Rogue, Bill, and Katie. You know, for I think giving the um, uh, putting on a competition like this and all the volunteers because they they did an excellent job and. Uh, and it's like I think a really nice moment for the sport. Mm, yeah, it was a great weekend of, of uh, from a fan's point of view. It was a uh, really enjoyable and uh, wonderful to watch as well. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, enjoy okay. your ribs. Thank you. Speak soon. Ta-ra. Thanks, John. Hope you enjoyed your Barbie. Coming up in the next episode, Gabby and I talk about her life and career so far. So don't miss it. Hit the subscribe button now. Until then, thanks for listening and bye-bye. Don't miss the next episode. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts. Europe is Coming is a programme production and hosted by Vicky McLeod.